everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hi, Jill. How are you? Oh, I'm like not cut out for the life of an outdoor activity person. <laughs> um, and I'm very fried from two days in the sun. So living my best life. How, how was your weekend? Um, it was good. Uneventful. Um, You're not still on hold with Air Canada. So that's nice. I know. That was enjoyable. Um, I mean, I know like all the airlines are just going through it right now, but Air Canada like really seems to be going through it more than anything else or anyone else. So it uh, like it was painful. There was just because uh, I was off last week that. I tried like six days at different times during the day, um, different like early, late, midday. And just like half of the time they were like, we aren't even accepting calls. Like good, good freaking luck. And I was like, what if your flight was like tomorrow? Oh yeah. That's like my favorite TikTok um, algorithm find right now. It's just people who are like complaining about their experience with airlines and everything so yeah um but like got through blessings so that was it and then just like I had the week off last week so gearing up to go back this week which I'm not looking forward to no we are not ready for a return to work well it's stampede week here so um it's a kind of work not that hard week I guess (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Lots of like breakfasts and outings. Yes, I have scouted out all of the breakfasts. I do miss Stampede Week. Like it was always a very nice chill week. And like before you could wear what you want to the office, it was always like you could wear jeans, which I appreciated. Yeah, that is weird now because like I haven't not worn jeans in like two years to go back (laughs) into the office. So I'm like, okay, I'll just throw cowboy boots on with my normal outfit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, How many pancake breakfasts are you going to? Um, I have a couple scouted um, and then I'll just kind of depend because like they do start earlier than I prefer to arrive at the office. So yeah, um, we'll see. But um, there hasn't really been too many celeb spottings though at Stampede so far. Um, Kevin Costner was the parade marshal. Um, what show is he in? Is it Fargo? No, Yellowstone. That films I Yellowstone films yeah. in well, not in Calgary, but in Alberta. So I think that's why he was the marshal. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I haven't seen it, but um, yeah. Otherwise, just him and Justin Trudeau is all all I've seen in terms of people <laughs> coming to Stampede. So I'm actually shocked that Trudeau is there. To be quite honest, like I, I agree. Like, just maybe cut your losses there. So yeah, just like don't. He'll, he'll probably don't. end up with COVID again, and like it'll be a whole nother thing. So <laughs> for like the third time, yeah. So I'm sure whatever uh, whatever incident is upcoming, he'll end up with COVID there. Um, <sighs> similar to our our friends over in the UK. Oh, yes. Sweet, sweet Boris Johnson has has resigned his post as the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. 
largely because he got a lot of heat during COVID for having these parties at his residence, like 10 Downey Street, um, with like, you know, lots of people at them, multiple, I've heard upwards of like 20 parties were had while, while like the UK was very locked down. So like you're telling other people not to gather. And he had like a pretty bad case of COVID. Like they were like concerned for his life at one point, I think. Yes. So, um, yeah, he's just one of those people, I guess, but hopefully he wasn't around the queen too often to like Mm -hmm. protect her at all costs. So. I, um, I feel like he was probably not. Yeah. She's just <laughs> For like, many I, don't, reasons. I don't need your opinion. Right. But that is one of them. Um, the Royal family, like quick segue, they, George, Prince George made his, uh, Royal box debut today at Wimbledon. So. Oh, I saw the picture of him like picking his nose. Yeah, yeah, he was also biting his nails a lot. I was like, wow, okay, we perhaps need to teach him some etiquette before we put him, like, front row in the royal box, but, you know. Yeah, those pictures won't come back to haunt him at all once he's king. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways, but yeah, Boris Johnson steps down, although he's oddly staying... In my mind, like, if you were to step down as, like, the president or the prime minister, either one, you're just going to say, like, okay, I'm not running again next term. But it sounds like he won pretty recently, so, like, his term wouldn't be up, but he's just, like, staying on for, you know, a couple months until they figure it out. And it's well, like, that's like what is pretty, he supposed to do? That's a pretty standard practice in democratic countries to have, like, a peaceful yeah. transition of power, right? Like, I mean, we're going through that in Alberta where our premier stepped down, but he's still oh, yeah. in it um, because they have to elect a new leader they can't it's not person. just like, they, like it's not like they just find the next person um there still has to be like votes and ratifications and all that kind of stuff so um yeah he can't just be like like when you and I quit a job and we're like see ya bye <laughs> but so I think why I was thinking it was different for him is I think he had like pretty big non-confidence from his party yeah he was, was also part of it that's what that's what triggered it was like the number yeah. of um I don't know what have ministers or something like that um, yeah. that have quit, like was aligned with kind of, I mean, they had, I saw a graph of it um, that just showed like in comparison to other party leaders and prime ministers and like, you know, like even back to like Margaret Thatcher and stuff and they all had ministers that resigned, but like, it was like his was like straight vertical line in terms of the number that had. Yeah. Had resigned, and so. I think there was like a non-confidence vote recently where he won it. Like he, it was in favor for him, but not by that much. Like, yeah, it's tight. Um, so. um, well, that's yeah. hardly pop culture news, but it was something that right. was happening this week. <laughs> um, yeah, I think one of the news that I would like to talk about is Elon Musk. It came out this week that he fathered twins with a director for one of his companies, not Tesla or um, SpaceX, but some other company that he has um, because he wants to. So after this was story was released, he was then asked about it. And he said that he's helping with the world underpopulation crisis. And I was like, I don't think that's a thing. 
Um, my favorite part of that was Nick Cannon ch- jumping in and being like, yeah, me too. <laughs> like, Nick, just, okay. Look. So I like, I have so many questions about this though, because basically Elon Musk fathered these twins with like the CEO of a company that he like owns, which is like yeah. totally inappropriate and harassment. Yeah. Um, didn't seem like there was Especially any sort of consensual like, relationship exactly. on the go there. Exactly. Um, because he was still at that point either with Grimes or have, he was like having a baby oh, yeah. with Grimes she had her second, at the same time. She had her second baby by surrogate. And like, so I'm yeah. pretty sure the surrogate was pregnant while the baby, these twins were born. Yeah. Um, I think because last week we talked about how his other child like disowned him. Disowned him. So, yeah. um, you know, he's plus one, I guess now instead of plus two, <laughs> but um, it's just wild. Quite an age difference on the, like, yeah, the relationship there too. So um, it's like, she hasn't really come out and said anything about how that all happened, but it, it feels creepy from the outside looking in. It, yeah. It's because again, as you said, like she's a director and you would think that if he was having a child with like a director yeah, or that level CEO, CEO yeah. at his company, there would be some type of established relationship that they were in. Like, yeah. Or she's going to come out and say, like, no, I agreed to this. Yeah, it's not she's happened. not come out. And, like, her name and everything like that's fully public, too. So it's not like there's, yeah. like, you know, we don't, like, fathered a child with someone who works at his company. Like, it's very obvious yeah. who it was. So. And I would just like him to do more research before he speaks. Because, like, yes, the – in North America, like, specifically the U.S. and Canada, I do think, like, the birth rate is declining. Um. But, like, not the case for the rest of the world. So, um, I don't I know think if I would agree India, with that. Like, pretty much every developed country, the birth rate is, like, significantly declining. Yeah. And, like, there is, I mean, a lot of concerns on, you know, even when you talk about, like, there's not a fair Canada reps. Like, that's because, like, how many people have retired? And, like, we don't have eight siblings like our parents did and everything like that. So, yeah. There is, but I just think it's not, like... I don't know. He's trying to make it seem like he's doing good in the world, and that's not what he's doing. Well, I mean, his kids probably aren't going to, like, help the Air Canada employment crisis. So right. it's, like, really not help that like, helpful. He's just not going to, like, he's, he basically just, like, is not like Nick Cannon and can't keep it to himself. So yeah, basically. Basically. Um, speaking of keeping it to himself, um, cheer star Jerry Harris was sentenced to 12 years in prison. Yeah. Um, after his uh, trial there for his, um, like, child pornography charges, I think, he had, and, like, some other yeah. abuse claims on on some children that he'd met at those cheer competitions. Right. So I guess the sentence is, like, in line with that of Josh Duggar. Slightly less, but it's in line, I think, with the number of years that it's expected Josh Duggar will serve. Yeah. I don't think it's enough. I don't. Like I watched those poor kids being interviewed on this cheer season and it's not enough. Yeah. I, it sounded like that was kind of what the mom had said as well. Like this doesn't yeah. really fit the crime kind of thing. But um, yeah. I mean, at least. Because he was going above and like he was harassing them via Snapchat. I'm pretty sure. And just like. Yeah. 
other means. It wasn't just like child porn. They they did have those kids interviewed on the like latest season of Cheer. Like they spoke yeah. about it and everything in the in the episodes that addressed the whole Jerry situation. But there hasn't been too many comments made by his like former teammates or coach or anything like that since the the decision came down. Sentencing. Either. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, very interesting. Um, I mean, I'm happy he has been sentenced and hopefully serves all of those 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. Man, the uh, the pop culture news was a little bit more depressing than I thought it was. I know. Going week, into it here. Because <laughs> <laughs> we also had this week uh, Hayden Panettiere, uh, star of Heroes and Nashville, come out saying, which I think we knew she was in quite a an abusive relationship with her, not the father of her child, but um, her most recent boyfriend. Yeah. Um, whose name I, I can't recall. Brian something, I think. And also that she was struggling. She basically said she ruined her career because of her drug and alcohol abuse. Yeah. She came out and said that she had like an opioid addiction. And like, that yeah. sounds like it was largely the reason why she doesn't have any custody arrangements for her daughter now. Cause we talked about it a lot, not long ago because her daughter was in concerns that there were, she was in Ukraine still. Cause yes. Cause um, her father is like the mayor or Ukrainian, something yeah. of one of right, the like, towns. Or his brother is the mayor or something like that. Like yeah. there's some but, weird mayor, but thing. he was like there and like continuing to like, you know, be part of the military and everything that. And then, and so she had spoken out and said like her daughter was safe and, and everything, but that was like kind of the first time we'd heard from, from her in like quite a bit of time, which now obviously makes sense that, you know, she'd been dealing with this addiction problem and the relationship issues and everything too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I hope for the best for her and like, please don't get back together with that guy. He <laughs> sounds horrible. And you got back together with him multiple times. Um, and like, I do feel bad, like her career, I'm not going to say she was like an A-list, but she had a good career going. Like Heroes was a pretty big show. She basically got kicked off of Nashville because she was like impossible to work with. So Um, I wonder if that was like around the time when all of this started. Yeah. 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 So, um, and hasn't been in anything since. So it'll be interesting to see what, what happens if she kind of gets her herself together um um have you watched uh any of the latest season of stranger things no i haven't watched any stranger things none of it none oh my goodness i think i'm (laughs) i think i've watched the first three seasons i don't think i've well yeah that's did four just come out the second half of four just came out the first okay. half came out a while ago and it like started that um, one song that's like 35 years old. It like catapulted it to the top of the charts. Um, okay. But just recently the like last half, cause you know how like Netflix always like splits their seasons in half and then like yeah. releases half the It's time. torture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they just released season four of part two of Stranger Things and it like broke okay. the, like Netflix streaming record, um, which is like, like, 
I mean, Netflix obviously needs a bit more of those kind of hits in order to like stop having to increase their rates and everything because. Yeah, they actually just had like their first quarter where their subscribers decreased. So yeah, yeah I'm not surprised. There's just so many like alternatives now. And then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, the Stranger Things um, casting crew um, is a little bit in hot water because the singer Doja Cat messaged one of them that she was like interested in like his castmate. And then the guy that she messaged like shared her like DMs publicly. Yeah. And so Noah Schnapp. Right? Yeah. So she was like, is? so she was blasting him a little bit about like, yeah. you know, Hey, that was like private where she was like basically trying to like get connected with her, his castmate. Honestly, I'm kind of team him. First of all, he's 17 year old, years old. Like, you don't need to be DMing him. Don't be gross. DM the guy that you want. You but have she wasn't a DMing, blue check mark. He wasn't DMing him grossly. Oh, she's I know. Like, I like but the like, guy that you work with. Can you can you hook me up with, like, a phone number or something? I mean, but why can't she just message that guy? I don't know. You, like, Do you message every favorite? guy you like immediately? <laughs> no, but I also don't have, like, a blue check mark by my Instagram, which, like, significantly increases the chances they're going to respond back to me. Well, it seemed it did, like, yeah, it probably would. It seemed like she was fishing for information, which again, I guess to your point could okay. also be probably yeah. found by Google. Cause she was looking to find out if he had a girlfriend, but, um, yeah. but I mean, I feel like celebrity code of conduct though, was like a little bit different and like, I guess, yeah. it was probably crossing the line. Like, could you imagine if celebs started sharing DMs that they had with each other? Like, it would be, A, amazing, but, like, also, it would just, like, they would just take, they would all go off social media at that point. Honestly, my favorite DMs that were ever shared, and Lizzo shared it herself, was when she drunk DM'd Chris Evans. That one, and the, um, when, so t- good. when T-Pain discovered that there was DMs, and he was, like, scrolling, and it was, like, all these, like, celebrities message him to, like, collab or, like, that they hung like, out or so something. So good. <laughs> so good. Oh. But, like, uh, he shouldn't have released them. Like, I mean, maybe he did it as, like, a joke, and maybe it was, like, oh, that's how he's going to hook her up. I don't know. He probably shouldn't have released them. She probably could have gone about it a different way to get his number. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Um, should we switch gears over to sports here? Because I think there's lots of sports news coming yes, up here. Yes, there week. is lots of sports. Um, yes, let's switch. Uh, so we just finished up with the NHL draft. Um, the Montreal mm-hmm. Canadiens had the the first overall pick after their um, fall from grace last season there, and went a little bit off board. Right. So everyone was projecting Shane Wright to go first. Although there was like, there was starting this draft was supposed to be pretty deep. And, you know, for a long period of time, not everyone agreed on who was top one or like top five. There was a lot of different um, picks by different people. Mm -hmm. But I think the consensus was as we got closer to draft, he was closer to one. Doesn't go. To Montreal. Yeah. Which the, we should state the draft was in Montreal. Yeah. So the and Habs ended up picking Slavowski, um, who is from, I can't even remember. Slovakia. Slovakia, Sweet. I think. Yeah. yeah. Slovakia, because they went one, two. Yeah. Um, 
And so, yeah, so like the Habs fans that were in attendance were like stunned. And there was some outlets that were projecting this guy to go first overall, but it was like very much up in the air. And it sounded like it probably was for the Habs, but then they made a trade and acquired Kirby Doc. Um, right. Blackhawks. And so that kind of like changed their needs, I guess, a little bit on. But Cur- the Kirby Doc trade, I mean, it was probably in progress during, but it was not finalized until after their first pick. Yeah, but I'm I'm, yeah. I'm guessing they didn't start that conversation after yeah, they no. picked. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they assumed that like they were probably gonna get him. Which speaking of Kirby Doc, like the Blackhawks just selling everybody. Yeah, it sounds like even Patrick Kane is having conversations about like, is he staying with them in the future too? So I mean, get out, Kane. Like, <laughs> you know, like they Sold so they traded to Brinkett as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and him and Kane, I guess, are pretty close. I don't really know what the relationship is there, so I think it's kind of uh, they've come out and said they're gonna do a five year rebuild, but it's like you gave everybody, like, even I mean, Kirby Doc hasn't been there for very long. I think this was his first year playing or second, maybe, yeah. So when you want to keep some, maybe? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, um, Chicago has its own, still has a host of problems from the fallout there with the uh, Cal Beach stuff and everything. But um, but back to the draft. So the house picked um, and then uh, like, so Shane Wright, who, who was expected to go first, ends up falling to the fourth overall pick. Um, ends up having to go to Seattle, uh, which is like, you know, great for them. They, they get a player who they expect to be like, right. you know, a top, top player in the league stares down the Habs table when he's like walking up to the stage, um, yeah. which was pretty amazing there. Uh, but there really wasn't a ton of like other like major deals. No, no trades. Yeah. That happened. Like it, uh, you know, I think as Flames fans, we were watching to see if there was any sort of like rights that were going to be traded or anything like that, um, yeah. but didn't happen. Um, you know what probably happened? Like Chucky's living his best life on a yacht in Greece, like couldn't be contacted by his agent. So like, we can't be trading his rights if we don't know he's going to sign with them. No one's going to pick him up. Well, he's busy doing Fortnite dances on TikTok right now, so. Yes, yeah, um, busy, busy. Yeah, but I was going to say, I think the highlight of the draft for me was um, the player that the Lightning selected, like, towards the end, where he was in, like, a full white suit, um, and he wow. just, his, like, interview after was, like, I'm the best-looking guy here, so I'm going to be the best-dressed one, too, like, all right, buddy. Like, okay, okay. You better you better back it up with your NHL career here. Like you can't be. Yeah. You can't. Uh, like he had like the like a gold chain on and like the American flag no, belt buckle. No. Like it was like turtleneck under. Like it looked. He looked like no. he was straight out of like Night of from the Roxbury. Like it was amazing. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 It's still just shocking. Like these kids, they're so young. They and even like maybe it's just because we're getting older, but when I look at them, I'm like, oh my god, like <laughs> wow. Um, I wanted to share some other NHL news. Um, there was a lot of like uh, 
moves and changes within teams this season or this year as well um, recently. And so um, Mike Greer was named the GM of the San Jose Sharks. Um, yeah. I mean, the first so- black uh, GM in the league, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, there was quite a few female promotions as well, so they must have been listening to our pod from the other week. Yes, we about that. Um, including Dr. Haley Wickenheiser. Haley Wickenheiser. Oh, yeah, Wickenheiser. Sorry, um, you distracted me as you as I was saying the name there. Sorry, um, Dr. Really Haley Wickenheiser was promoted to assistant GM, I think, for the yeah of the Leafs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm trying to figure out where she has all of this time to to you know get her medical degree, treat COVID, BG. <laughs> part of the GM team of the Leafs like she is busy busy girl yeah yeah um Um, I mean I guess that means I haven't really tracked her in a while but she used to live in Calgary for like a very long time yeah her Um, her mom is good friends with with my mom they worked together for a lot of years and her dad was my sister's math tutor for many years so wow we we knew her family yeah Leaving yeah. us for the Big Apple of Cal- of uh, Canada, <laughs> Toronto. Yes. yes. Um, so that's upsetting, but it's good to see, you know, these strides. That yeah, she's been gone for making. quite a few years, though. So I yeah. don't think it was like a recent leaving. But um, but yeah, there were some other females. I think New Jersey might have promoted a female in their team. Um, obviously, Seattle's got like Cami Granado there. So um, yeah. definitely seeing some progress on that um but none of those were the most wild nhl news stories of the week um, no because i am captivated about the whole like russians in the nhl and how they're coming back to north america here it was also a big thing in round one of the draft because there was at least one or two russians that went in round one and there was a lot of talk about about or from teams about if they would draft these Russian players because I mean they're in the US now so do you tell them they can't go back to Russia or how do you proceed with that yeah so, um, so early in yeah. the week basically it came out that um one of the flyers prospect goalie prospects um who actually played for team Russia in the Olympics because they couldn't have NHL players um but he was basically like kidnapped in some sort of like sting operation where he was leaving like a fake interview um and like is now like forcefully like being forced into like military action he's like being stationed up at some like remote serbia like base camp kind of thing um which is like absolutely wild like like it sounded like it was just like a dramatic like on the street like grabbing stuff into a van type yeah. of situation. Something about like fake military IDs too, like that's no, tied that's into this. Oh, right. Okay. That's someone else. Yeah. Yes. So like, um, he, cause, cause all Russian players are expected to serve or all Russians are expected to serve at some component in the military, but generally yeah. as professional athletes, you have like that exemption, um, or like delay or something like that. So, um, yeah, like he was, you know, basically informed that he had to serve despite that he should have had this like deferment kind of thing. This is obviously on like on the heels of the whole like Brittany Griner situation who's like still being held over there. And we'll come back to that. Yes, um, we'll circle back. Yeah. I have thoughts and feelings yes. about that. So like, so after um, 
uh, Fedotov, like this whole situation happens with him. Then we find out that Minnesota Wilds, like star player um, Kaprizov, like they basically don't know where he is because he tried to return to the United States and was like denied a couple times. Um, Yep. It sounded like he tried to take like a couple different routes to get here, like one through like Dubai, one through like the Caribbean, like was like turned away both times. Um, And that is on like some accusation of him having that fraudulent. The false ID. Yeah, military IDs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like, I mean, he's like a superstar player. Yeah. Um, He would have like a work visa that's like totally valid for work in the United States. It's, I'm a little bit unclear, like who's at fault here because, like, who's at the fault US if it's Russia or yeah, yeah, like the U.S. isn't letting him in because he's obviously able to leave it if he's tried a couple different routes to get here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like something around like he was accused of buying some like fraudulent ID. Um, his father's like involved. He should be able to <laughs> defer his military obligations, but that permit like expired, I guess, on like June thirtieth. But like. Yeah, like, he's, like, a superstar in the league. The Wild have no idea what's going on with him. And they had, I guess, encouraged him, like, maybe not to go back for the summer. But he had said, yeah. like, I wanted to see my family and that kind of stuff. And so, like, now you start to wonder As about, I assume, they probably encouraged all these players. Well, like, you start to wonder about, like, the Ovechkins of the world, the yeah. Malkins of the world. Like, Malkin wouldn't even have because he's not signed, he wouldn't even have, like, a yeah. legit job to come back to kind of thing. Unless they've been here longer, maybe they've got, like some type of citizenship yeah. here. Yeah. But I, yeah, it's it's scary. I think at this point like Russia is obviously probably not letting on to how many kind of military individuals they've lost in this war against Ukraine. Like yeah. I think they're making out to see it seem like they're winning it and things are going great for them. But I think they've lost quite a few troops. And I think this is playing into this whole, we're not letting these people use their exemption anymore. And like, they're stuck. Yeah, I mean, I think it has a lot that some of that, I think it has a lot to do with like the, the, you know, political um, posturing, you know, if we if we go to the Brittany Griner situations, um, like she was obviously arrested when she was trying to leave Russia to return back to the US when they called everyone back when the, the war started. Um, you know, allegedly had the the vape pens um, in her luggage. She's since pled guilty um, yeah. and is, you know, which basically would put her probably like a decade, you know, 12 years. Something yeah, like they that. said 10 years, yeah. 10 years in prison she could serve, which I don't understand the play for, look, I'm not a lawyer. Okay. Like, <laughs> not Kim Kardashian here. But I don't understand the play for pleading guilty if you want to try and get back to the U.S. Like, I don't I don't know if you have to plead guilty for the U.S. to help your case or what what it is. But here's my thing. There are maybe not great, super great opportunities. The WNBA is becoming, like, bigger in the U.S. Like, the NBA is really become involved in kind of like pushing it and supporting them and driving that like you could have played she could have played in the NBA and like you chose to go to Russia regardless of this war thing that happened like you know going there what kind of country it is 
Yeah. I and mean, what kind of laws they have. I mean, so like maybe when you're fleeing, just leave the vape at home. <laughs> yeah. And so like, that's a big if, if it was like actually hers, um, yeah. because like, that's obviously the situation that is unclear right now. Like if, it, yeah. if it really was her, like, um, you know, I'm sure she's not making the decision to plead guilty on her own. So someone is saying that this is probably what telling the, her the best yeah. case for her to do to have some sort of chance to get out of Russia. Um, but you can know, we interview her lawyer? Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm sure she probably has like a Russian lawyer. Um, like I highly True. doubt her like legal team is ripping over to Russia from, from, uh, the U S yeah. here. So, um, yeah, I don't know, but it's just, it's interesting to see, like you said, with, you know, these young, younger players getting, getting drafted into the NHL teams, like how that like plays out long-term, especially if there continues yeah. to be issues with like, you know, tra- the travel back and forth between um, the countries. Uh, countries. Yeah. So. Will be very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the teams are going to do. I don't know what you can do. Like, <laughs> I don't think you can like probably legally trap them here, but. We shall see. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be trapped. Like, it would just basically be like, well, if you go and you can't come back, like, you don't get... Then we have to, like, null and void your contract, basically. Yeah. Now you're in, like, to um, the whole, like, Detroit Tiger situation with their with their pitcher, who's, like, essentially missing. Um, they have no idea where he is. They, like, can't get like, a hold of him. What is going on? <laughs> like, so the Detroit Tigers have a, have a pitcher, um, Eduardo Rodriguez, who they have not heard from since middle of June. Um, and they're just like, yeah, it's weird, but we're just going to wait and see what happens. Um, but he's signed to like a five year, like almost $80 million contract. And obviously like, you know, I assume is not getting paid if he's gone MIA, but, um, yeah, they think, they think, how is that just coming out now? Because like, Okay, pitchers, I know there's a rotation. Well, he's been on the injured list. Okay, okay, because I'm like, you're starting, like, a significant amount of games. Like, there's no way you're going a week without starting. Yeah. Where are you? So he's been on the injured list, and then there was an announcement made in June um, that he had taken um, a leave because of a personal family matter. Um, But since that leave started, he, they don't. We are MIA. They have not heard from him since. So... Um, right. you know, Detroit's just like, well, we'll just wait and see. So, um, yeah, some, <laughs> some interesting, you know, strategies for, for star players yeah. right now. Yeah. I have made my way onto like the MLB wives, TikTok, like they've made their way onto my for you page. And all of a sudden there's like this, uh, like there a bunch of them are trying to play as like these average, you know, we don't dress up, like we don't wear heels to the game, like MLB wives. And one girl, I find her very annoying. She's like, you know, this is just how I go to the game. And I was like, you look sloppy. Like regardless of if you're an MLB wife or not, like, no, just do better. Please do better. Like I get. Can you describe what she was wearing? Like I'm, I'm, I'm going blind here. <laughs> like I feel like she was in like Crocs, just like not even put together. Like you know, 
with a hair, like at least put your hair back in a nice ponytail. I don't know. She just looks like rough. I mean, there's and I 180 guess games a season. Like you're not going to look great at all of them. <laughs> they're not going all. That's the other thing. Like So, but then there is this other wife that has made my way. She was also um, part of the mom talk drama, like the Mormon mom talk drama as well. Oh my goodness. I was like, yikes. Because she, she claimed she hung out with them. Yeah, she claimed she hung out with them once. And uh, clearly it did not go well. Because then when everything blew up, like she was getting dragged in the media. But um, a lot of these normalizing MLB wives now are are talking about how their husbands have been put on like the um designated for whatever they call it in the in um MLB like basically the waiver wire so either we're going to trade you or assign you t- to the minor leagues um okay in other news did you see the tour de france um incident I did not. I saw the, like, what you sent me, and it looked horrifying. So, remember last year, there was that whole incident with the Tour de France where the girl was holding the sign (laughs) and, like, basically caused a massive pileup? So, apparently, no one has learned any lessons. Um, And this year, a fan went onto the course, and there was a collision between her and a cyclist Mm -hmm. um, who ended up breaking his neck. Um, So, I don't know how much longer they continue to have fans like in these areas that they can't barricade them off but like I would be so annoyed if I was like a racer in these you know like this is like the most prestigious like cycling race in the world and like someone can just walk out and like cause like absolute mayhem like it's yeah like it's outrageous honestly fans these days are getting obnoxious like I just don't understand what goes through your head where you think that's like a good idea. And so like, not only there was that incident, then there was in um, the F1 race last weekend, these cars are going like 250 kilometers an hour. Okay. Fans decided to go onto the track and protest like oil and it's like oh, you are going goodness. to die. Like, remember what how is we talked about? You? Remember how we talked about like the yes. animals that could run out of the track? Like, yes. we're not stopping. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're and and luckily for these people, there was like a huge crash at the start of the race, so everyone ha- was basically slowed down to like nothing. Right. But like, had that not happened, so did the cars have you're to like, dead. stop for them? Like they were on the, when they came around the corner, they, the people they were, were the they hadn't fully made their way onto the track yet, but they were past, like they have huge fences up. They yeah. were past the fences, like in the vicinity of where that track is. Oh my goodness. And then at the, at Wimbledon <laughs> today. Yes. That's just hilarious. <laughs> Um, okay, so Novak Djokovic was playing uh, Nick Kyrgios, who is from Australia. He is known to be, like, quite obnoxious and quite vocal. Yeah. But there was a fan who apparently was heckling him, like, the entire match whenever he was standing over on a specific side. And, I mean, if anyone has watched just five seconds of tennis, like, they basically tell you before every serve to shut up. Like, you're not allowed to speak. Like, it must be dead silent. It's like golf. And 
Yes, it's like golf. And he's like, compl- <laughs> Nick Kyrgios is like complaining to the umpire, yelling at him, being like, she won't leave me alone. She's had 700 drinks is how he describes it. The umpire was basically like, I would kick her out if I knew who it was. And so yeah. he starts describing her and he starts like, I'm very curious what she was wearing. Cause he starts off being like, she's in a dress. And then he like, couldn't formulate more words. Like he didn't say what color it was. He didn't say like any of these things. So I have a feeling she was like probably in a dress with like her boobs, like straight out kind of thing. <laughs> Cause then he like clearly pivoted. Like I can't use any sort of like descriptions here about like what yes. she might be wearing. And then he was like, she's the one that looks like she's had 700 drinks. <laughs> I think eventually they had some type of security go over to that region, but I don't think it stopped. Cause I watched the match and he was pissed off. Like the, yeah. he started yelling at her, like, just shut up. Well, like, and he, stop ended up, it. he ended up losing as well. Losing. Like Djokovic won, yeah. but it's, it is yeah. interesting. Like the, the, the clip that I had seen, I don't know, like on Instagram or whatnot. Um, yeah. You know, lots of comments talking about how, dramatic he was being about like some noise like because you do think about it and it's like you know every other sport like other than like tennis and golf like there is constant yelling and cheering and noise and there's no like obligation to be quiet during it and so like it is a bit weird that the players can't play through something that's like yeah and I get like a person heckling you can be like like I think of like happy Gilmore when he's got the guy like yeah. <laughs> yelling at him kind of deal but it's like you are a professional athlete like you should be able right. to like protect yourself and just like right. who cares what drunky McDrunkerson's saying like she's obviously not better than you like relax <laughs> and uh, like I did watch a lot of his matches because I was off this week so like I, w- I watched a lot of Wimbledon <laughs> this week and he didn't do that in any other match so like it must have been very and, and you couldn't hear her on the TV. No. But it must have been like very over the top. But I do agree. Like there has to be you have to expect that to happen. But also as a fan, just like you know going into a tennis match, like just don't be that person. Well, I, I mean I haven't seen any video of her yet, but I assume there'll probably be some sort of yeah. like image at some point in time. So I'll be curious to see what that looks like. <laughs> Um, um related, yeah, wild. related to Wimbledon though, um, because like, obviously they wear like full white kits, um, <laughs> for Wimbledon. And so yeah. some, another like, um, league that does that is, is the English women's soccer team. And so they were, they came out this week and talked about how they had like gone to Nike and asked about changing the color of their kits. Um, and they were referencing things like Wimbledon as well, um, because obviously, like, they're wearing white bottoms and um, women yeah. get periods. And so they were basically like, we want different short colors. We shouldn't have to worry about playing in all this. And I had seen a bunch of, like, tennis players talking about it, too. Like, one girl who, like, started yeah. hers. And then, like, you don't get bathroom breaks. So she, like, no. like, was, like, scrambling to find, like, something during the match and, like, you know, I, I think the umpire might have been female, so she maybe got a little bit more sympathy. Yeah, but yeah. Like the, was, yeah, the yeah. female, uh, the female matches are female umpires, so like I'm sure. Honestly, take a medical timeout. Like that's what I would do. <laughs> Yeah, but like, like, yeah, so it was just interesting to see because, like, yeah. you know, Wimbledon has basically forced the players to wear white. The whole, mm-hmm. like, and so it'll be curious to see if there's any sort of changes made around that space too. Yeah, yeah. It um 
And Wimbledon's the only tennis one that does that. But like there I mean, are good for of, the British soccer teams. Like, yeah, there's a lot. Something of, needs to be done. There's a lot of um, tennis players that like just voluntarily will wear white in like other matches yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, the requirement is not not still there. So yeah, yeah, which is interesting because like on the practice courts at Wimbledon, no white. You don't have to wear white, but it's like mandatory for any court play. So I don't yeah, know. Well, they're not going to, ma- they're not going to mandate practice attire. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who came up with that rule, like back in whenever Wimbledon started, but yeah. probably time to change. Probably. Um, otherwise, I don't know. Is there any other stories that you have on the go this week? I don't think so. No? I'm trying to see. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, um, NHL free agency starts on um, Wednesday. Wednesday. So um, next week's episode might be wildly depressing. Um, so stay tuned for that. We'll see what happens. I don't want to think about it. Johnny's uh, Johnny's over at the Monaghan wedding this week with um, the rest of the team. So just hopefully he just has like so much fun and he doesn't want to miss doesn't out on leave this. Them. Yeah. Like, please, please let me come back for, you know, another season. Yeah. Um, you know, another 10 seasons, whatever you want to do, Johnny, you know, just test the waters. I like, otherwise, like, you know, please let me know whose Jersey I should get next because you'll be dead to me. So (laughs) I basically held out on getting a name Jersey because of this. So, well, I mean, I've had, I've had Johnny's for for a good number of years yes, but yes um like I'll still wear like my Aginla one because he went out in like you know the classy way but if like yeah Johnny just like says nothing doesn't you know give us enough time to like figure out how to you know replace him because he just you know makes his mind up last minute and then ditches us like there's gonna be booze there's gonna be booze for him so <laughs> Jill's now throwing her her uh, jersey on the ice. yes no, I, I can't throw that far. I sit a little far back. When he returns with the Flyers or the Devils. Yeah, exactly. The last Ugh. place guaranteed win night game. So Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, well, we'll talk to you next week. Yes, bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.